Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm Heather. I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. And we are real women, real friends, with real stories. That are super juicy. And I might add, real boobs. (laughs) And we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. And we will be hanging out with you guys every Wednesday afternoon. And you know what Wednesday is? Wine Wine Wednesday. Wednesday. Cheers. We're ready. Are you ready for me? (laughs) Yeah. That's a song. Oh, I just put my lip gloss on the mic. Okay. (laughs) On mic? Oh, my lip gloss is on mic. Who's mic? Magic mic. (laughs) Oh, magic mic. Yes. Delicious. Okay. Well, hello, good afternoon, and welcome back to the Real Exes of Portland podcast. That's a mouthful. We are very happy to have you here on this chilly is it winter yet? Or are we still fall? When's the actual day it turns winter? It's, it's like on the December. 21st. Winter. We're not there yet. Winter. Right. We're yeah. close. It's winter. <laughs> it was like here in the Portland area, it was like in the 30s yesterday. And myself and my husband and my adult daughter, she's home from college, we went traipsing in our boots and our raincoats and our hats in this 30 degree drizzly weather. And we went and cut down our own Christmas tree Aww. yesterday. So um, it was really fun. We had a great time, and then we went out for treats and coffee after afterwards. But we ended up we went to two different tree farms, and the first one we almost ran off the road because we saw this sign: forty dollars any tree, and it wasn't <laughs> the one we were going to. So we're like, Arr! and we like skirted <laughs> into the parking lot, and we went and we were like, well, where do you pay? Like there was nobody. There was other people like walking around, but there wasn't like a booth or there was a house and like a barn and. Anyway, that it was seemed like it was old, like it had been there for a really long time, and the trees were kind of scraggly. And <laughs> so I'm not going to say the name of the place, but <laughs> did you get but, it from there? Or did no. You go so, but guess what? In fact, we got even a better deal. And then we went to our next place that was on the the because we had some backups. And we went to our first place, which we're like, wait a minute, we've been to this place before, and it was a few years ago, and it was snowy, and it's way up like on um, Bald Peak. I don't oh, know if you yeah. know where that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some no, of you people. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people, <laughs> lot of people are not like, going to know where this is, but it's like out in the country, way up high, and you have to mm-hmm. go all these windy roads, and oh, yeah. there's a cliff on one side. <laughs> anyway, we went up, and we're like, oh, my gosh, we've been here. It was any tree. Well, all they had actually were dug firs, mm-hmm. which normally we get a noble, but this time my daughter wanted a more full tree. So we're like, okay, well, we'll do that. We'll go old school. And it was any tree, any Doug for, uh, $35. So we got out of the car, they came up, they were super friendly. They had saws or like, if you need help, you know, bringing it, we bail it for free. Like it was fabulous. And they really thanked us for coming. They're like, spread the word. So yes, I I will spread the, why why are these trees? Is it why it was so affordable. It's just a family family farm. And um, last time we were there, oh, I don't know, maybe it was four years ago. They have like a barn where they had like goats and hot oh, chocolate and like different things, you cool. know. But it wasn't like one of those big production commercial ones. It was more just like country family farm yeah. or whatever. And um, so anyway, but we got out of the car and we start walking to the trees. And we're like, oh, my God, they were very groomed. Like they were just perfect 
Oh, they knew what they were doing. Like cones (laughs) or whatever. And we're like, ah. We were like, you can't freaking hang ornaments on it when it's like that. There's like no branches sticking out. So we just were like, well, let's just keep going. Let's keep walking. So we were walking, walking, walking. And finally, I told my husband, I'm like, honey, we should probably, like, this is going to be far for you to have to drag the tree. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, okay, whatever. (laughs) And so we're way out there. And the trees start getting more natural. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so then we, we found one. And we, he cut it down and, and, uh, we drug it back. It was totally fine. And we didn't have it, um, bailed though, because Mm -hmm. we just put it in the back of the truck, you know, so it didn't matter. And, um, where am I going with this? (laughs) We we got our tree. We went to a bakery. We had some treats. We got our coffee. Then we went home and we got it set up. And all right, you guys, well, we should probably get down to business and I'm going to let Amy introduce, but we do have a special guest in the hot seat today (laughs) and we're so excited to have her and her name is Kristen, but I'm going to let Amy do the introduction because she's the one that connected with this person (laughs) and brought her on. Okay. Take it away. So I have, I just met Kristen for the first time in person today, but we both share a girlfriend of ours. Uh, I work with Rachel um, at my work and um, I had a makeup business. Well, I still have it, but I'm not doing anything with it. But when I was more active Mm -hmm. about it just before COVID, Um, I had started a Facebook group, as most of us usually do when we do these things, and Rachel invited her into the group. And then Mm -hmm. when when, uh, the Real Exes started the Social Club PDX... Then I, I mean, I invited her into that group as well. So I saw that she mentioned that she had written a book and it had just come out and I read what she wrote about it. I also read the amazing message her husband wrote (laughs) about it and posted on Facebook, which, you know, when a man goes out of his way to really hype up his woman, I love reading stuff like that. So then um, I was like, you know what? I think it would be great to have her on the podcast. And uh, our girlfriend, Rachel, saw that (laughs) post and she was like, yes, do it. Yes, do it. So... That is, so I just met her today. We've interacted a little bit on Facebook, but it's so nice to finally meet you. Yeah, it's nice to meet you, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you for Yay. having me. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Love it. <laughs> and the tables are all yours. Oh, my. Um, well, yeah, like you said, you know, we know each other through Rachel, yeah. who is actually my husband's friend. Oh, they, okay. They worked together some 16 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I met Rachel and loved her immediately. And she's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) But like you said, yeah, I have a new book out, The Ghosts That Haunt Me. (gasps) Should we show it? (laughs) Yes. So the cover is so intriguing. Well, I'm into ghosts as it is. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, the ghosts that haunt me. Oh, my God. My mom has always said, if I ever put her in a nursing home, she's going to come back and haunt me. (laughs) And so I think of that. But yeah, yeah, this, the title is really intriguing. I just love it. Yeah, the picture is beautiful. Thank you. Is that you? 
No, no. I um, I hired somebody to do my cover for me, and oh. I had an idea of what I wanted. I wanted it to be the beach because I actually grew up on the coast. Oh. So a lot of my images of haunting have to do with, you know, water, the ocean, yeah. the rivers, and things like that. And she came back with this, and I loved it. Yeah. yeah. It kind of looks creepy almost yeah <laughs> it is a ghostly creepy yeah it kind of has yeah. that eerie yeah, that eerie. you know you know yeah. beach towns yeah. do have that sometimes especially when everybody's yes. home mm-hmm. and yes. you're driving through the beach town it there's something an eerie intriguing mm-hmm. mysterious yes. especially on those foggy days yes yeah. which we see a lot of here yes, did you Oregon. grow up on the Oregon coast I did yeah I grew up in a very very small town in southern Oregon called yeah. Port Orford I've heard of oh, it yes. oh my gosh somebody's heard okay. of it <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah oh I've been all, all down the whole beachfront down yeah. to like gold beach all the way very very southern yeah, yeah. Some, some of the most beautiful coastline, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, miss the beach. Don't necessarily miss the town. Yeah. Love the people there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just right. found a little faster pace of life as I grew up. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've always been in Oregon then? I have. I'm okay. actually the only one in my family oh. who was born in Oregon oh. and stayed in Oregon. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah yeah go (laughs) I was just gonna say so we're so I mean tell us a little bit about you I would love to you know your 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 present life you know where you're at and and then you know maybe dig into where you were and where this book was inspired from yeah so I am a mom of a six-year-old who is boy right six-year-old boy yes boy mom (laughs) bye mom he is super active um also a very creative soul. He loves to color, loves to paint, loves to do all the creative things. Um, my husband, who, like Amy said, actually said something very nice about the book. <laughs> he did. It was yeah. wonderful. I, read, I was like, oh my gosh, I wish all men would say something this cool. It, it was huge for him. He's mm-hmm. not known for being that overly emotional person. For So for him wow. to come out and say that, yeah. it was Was it? Is it really on touching. Facebook? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he put it up on Facebook. Yeah. He actually just had a review that he wrote pop up on Amazon too, <gasps> which was very touching. Oh, that's great! And he's he's been so supportive. Um, he's known that this has been a dream of mine since I was little, and one of the things I've really had to overcome was my past to get mm-hmm. here to do this. So you've actually wanted to write a book since you were mm-hmm. very young. Oh, yeah, that's since I was really little, that you knew that you <laughs> wanted to do that. That's awesome. About this particular topic, or just in general, you wanted to be a writer, or a in general, author. I wanted to be a writer, but it was very much squashed in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, my father was like, "You'll never make any money as a writer. That's a waste of your time. You don't need to be doing that." But when I got older, I'm like, he said that about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you were a teacher, doctor. But even a teacher doesn't make much money. A doctor is always in debt. (laughs) Yeah, really. That was the thing, though. Like, he is very much from that old patriarchal school of thought where women are supposed to be barefoot and naked and are yeah that too <laughs> barefoot, barefoot pregnant naked. in the kitchen oh, yeah that we would say that's something that we would say right totally. yeah I think oh we're God. we're out uh, well yeah he's yeah. he's very much of that school of thought so things like career and having goals in life were very much squashed for my sister and I and by the time I turned 18 and he's like I'm not gonna be here when you graduate so you're going to college it was like wait what 
What do you mean? One, I don't have a home to come back to. And two, I have to go to college. What are you talking about? (laughs) So yeah, I went to college. I went where my sister went because I was comfortable with the town, comfortable with the school. What school was that? Uh, Southern Oregon University in Ashland. Mm -hmm. Loved it there. Spent my four years there. Um, Chose to study psychology in the form of human communication because I really wanted to start sussing out some of those issues that I had with my family mm-hmm. and communication issues and figure out where I stood versus what I was told. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then uh, when I graduated there, I moved up to Portland. Mm-hmm. Been here for 20 plus years at this point. Wow. Yeah. Um, worked at a university here for a while and chose to go back and get my master's. Wow. Where'd you get your master's in? organizational psychology <laughs> oh, I love organizational psychology yes. and uh, yeah we would take it in our business courses yes so interesting I'm not yeah. familiar with organizational psychology it's it's kind of the psychology behind biz, how businesses function oh. thrive and are just built in general oh that's why like you how have... you kind of mm-hmm. almost like chess how you move people mm-hmm. around so that they can be their best selves within the unit mm-hmm. it's it's fascinating stuff, oh. but I'm kind and of even like just the whole thing, uh, just the understanding of change and yeah. how it affects the change organization. Management, all yeah, of that. yeah, yeah. It was real. I I was fascinated by it. To so be anybody honest. in like management and directorship should take that. It sounds like mm-hmm. in, a, in a company. Yeah, they. Re- <laughs> it's helpful information. You're like a lot of people should have that didn't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I I could go on about this mm-hmm. particular yeah. subject because oh. I think there there's more to it now. Mm, yeah. As we especially with the female versus male. Oh. Yes, those dynamics. Those in dynamics. The office, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. fascinating. And the different stuff. generations. Oh, that's yes. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you got your, did you get your, then did you go to get your doctorate? I, you know, my husband wants me to. Yes. (laughs) I mean, shoot, you might as well keep going. You're almost there. (laughs) Right. No, um, it's not on the table right now. Um, my husband actually just got his master's this year. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is impressive. (laughs) He was so funny. He's like, I want to be as educated as my wife. I'm like, well, as long as it's something you're interested in and can maintain, please do. And Mm -hmm. he... He went and got his degree in investigations, <gasps> and he is now a private detective. <gasps> so he works in uh, as a, in a police. Um, he is actually working for a company that does insurance investigations. Mm-hmm. So he gets to investigate all the weird little claims that they have going on. It's quite fascinating. <laughs> oh, we can have a yeah. podcast on that. That, that is awesome. like that's like true crime. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna say that's what my daughter's going to college for. Um, crime and law is basically yeah she and she wants to be like forensic psychologist or something of that nature yeah very cool Mm -hmm. so I'm like oh I perked up when you're talking about (laughs) this and my dad was a private investigator all my he worked for the state of Washington and he started out investigating welfare fraud and then he became his own had his own private business and he investigated anything from murder he even did murders to you know divorce cases and you know all that kind of stuff so it's it's so cool and interesting yeah so I grew up around that all the time I would go on surveillances with my awesome yeah 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 so anyway carry on sorry no that's fun we've actually my son and I have joined yeah you have a couple yeah so you know I know it's so fun but it can also be kind of scary like oh my god I'm gonna sleep I'm gonna slink down in the seat I'm gonna gonna hide We had one last night where he needed to get photographs of a car and Mm -hmm. the person's not cooperating. So we're like, okay, well, we'll just drive by. And if the car's out there, you know, we'll take a picture. Yeah. (laughs) 
and he'll he'll get out of the car and I'm like okay I'm in the car with it running so right. if you need to go <laughs> we can go I know. but yeah it's it's fun okay so he got his master's in investigation mm-hmm. and you yeah. have yours in organizational psychology mm-hmm. <gasps> I need to go back to school oh my god I couldn't I, imagine going back to school I have no interest <laughs> It's, I love having my degrees. I wouldn't change it. Um, I hate the financial burden of it. Oh, that's, you know what? That's true. Yeah. Well, it's a weird, weird thing. And it actually plays into the book a little bit. Um, When I was little, my dad was actually a multimillionaire. Mm. And um, it was when I was 16 that he, he went bankrupt. So for the last couple of years of high school, we really had to scrimp and scrape by. And by the time I got to college, he was like, well, you know, I paid for this for your sister. I really feel like I need to pay for this for you. So I will, I will co-sign all of your loans for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. And same thing came along with my master's degree. He's like, let's co-sign on these loans for you. Amazing. I appreciate the help. This is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then we had a falling out mm. and he had been handling all of the payments and I had just had my son, and I get a letter in the mail saying, I'm about to be sent to collections. And I was like, come again? <laughs> and I called them, and they're like, yeah, you haven't made any payments in half a year. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I naively thought, well, just because my dad and I aren't talking doesn't mean he won't live up to his yeah. obligations. Mm-hmm. Well, he just stopped paying. And it took them six months to find me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm saddled with this huge amount of debt that I was never expecting. And I, I will pay it because it's mine. I went to school. I own that. But it was it came about in the worst possible way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's part of the book is mm-hmm. really getting past those hurdles and letting that stuff go. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that I did. I have to live with that. And. I can't control other people. So, mm-hmm. right. That's, I need to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> letting, it's hard. It's let, a hard pill to swallow. There's a lot of stuff that I, yeah. ha- I have a hard time letting go of a lot of things. So yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Deep breath. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. So when my husband went back to school, I was like, okay, we want to do this responsibly because we still have my loans that we're trying to figure out here. But if this is going to make you happy and it's going to give you drive and passion, please do it. Cause I, I want that for you. I want that for us. I want you to be happy. So that's where we were at. <laughs> now, may I ask, is this your first husband? That, or? Uh, my first husband. Okay. Second fiance. Okay. <laughs> ah, so she has a juicy ex oh, Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, maybe that's coming. Sorry. <laughs> I did not steal your thunder. No, that's totally fine. Okay. Yeah, no, I was engaged to my high school sweetheart. Oh. Um, he followed me to college, was there all through the first four years until... The week that I was graduating, we were literally just bought our wedding invitations. Oh, my God. And we got back to our place, and he was acting really weird. And I'm like, what's up with you? And he kind of dropped his head in his lap, and he's like, I can't do this. Mm. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm seeing somebody else. <gasps> yeah. Goosebumps. <laughs> and it was just world ending at the time I'm like oh my god my graduation is this weekend you're telling me that not only are you cheating on me you're leaving me Mm. I don't know what to make of all this right now yeah it's shock in shock yeah Yeah. just shock and I I vaguely remember my dad and his wife and her son coming up for graduation and my dad saying don't leave her alone whatever you do don't leave her alone I don't she's not in a good space Mm -hmm. and I'm like 
who can blame me right now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually ended up having to stay an extra term past graduation to finish up a class. And by the time I got to December, he came back to get the last of his stuff. And it was just a very awkward thing because I was starting to heal by that point and seeing him was jarring again yep. mm-hmm. and he came in to get all of his stuff and I I was on the phone with a friend watching him from upstairs as he put the last of it in his car and it was it was an amicable goodbye but it was still it's still painful still yeah. painful yeah. and he sat there in the car for a good 15 oh. minutes I'm like he's just sitting there I, he was probably trying to decide if he should come say something yeah, yeah. and it was just like I door locked I don't mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore just go yeah. <laughs> but yeah that was that was hard and then when I moved to Portland I had a lot of traumatic relationships because I wasn't still wasn't in a good space didn't really care for myself that much at that point and uh really had a lot of guys come through that just were not healthy for me mm-hmm. <laughs> I was doing right? that into yeah. my 50s so right? yeah. <laughs> I, I totally and uh one day my sister-in-law who is also my ex (laughs) stepsister a very juicy past um wait wait. ex stepsister (laughs) oh so you're her mother um when my mother died my father was leaving our mother for her mother oh wow they were married for four years and then divorced, mm-hmm. and my brother and her daughter are now married. <laughs> oh, really? <wow>. Yes. <laughs> oh, my god! So they were literally step... Yes. Si- they were siblings. They were step siblings, yeah. and step now, sibling. they're, now they're married. Oh, wow. wow. Oh so it does yeah. happen. It doesn't yes. happen on... Yep. It does that? happen. It's not just yep. on Cruel Intentions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of the movie. I was like, there yeah. is a yeah. show or a movie about that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's been interesting. But yeah, she came to me one day, and she's like, I'm tired of you being single. And I'm like, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And she's yep. like, no, no. Um, I'm going to put an ad online for you. I'm like, no, you're not. And she's like, okay, well then either you do or I will. So I'm like, okay, how can I shut her up? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, let's put something on Craigslist. Nobody looks at Craigslist anymore, right? (laughs) Put the most obscure ad out there was just really cheesy about it. Just to like appease her. Yes, just to appease her and get her off my back so Mm -hmm. I could continue doing my thing course you have guys that you're just like no oh my yeah. I couldn't imagine no. the creepers you get oh my gosh. Craigslist. no and then I I checked my email one day I'm like this guy is kind of intriguing seems like a normal one <laughs> he could yeah. be normal yeah and uh we emailed back and forth for a month and he was like do you want to get coffee and I'm like coffee's safe I, yeah. I can do coffee we'll meet at a daytime yeah and when he walked in, it was hilarious. I could tell it was him right away, even though we'd never seen pictures of each other. You didn't give pictures? I had one up, and he swears he never saw it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So he walked in. I had a general idea of what he looked like, you know, dark hair, muscular. And he walks through. I'm like, that's got to be him. <laughs> and he had me laughing immediately. Mm-hmm. And by the end of when we finished our drinks, he's like, let's go get dinner. Oh, yep. So we got dinner. And then he, he's so silly. He's, he gave me a hug at night. He's like, I'm not going to kiss you because I want to quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. And then I spent the whole next day going, oh my gosh, is this guy going to call me? Because he's actually 10 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. did he think I was too young? I mean, mm-hmm. what's going on here? But he called and 
here we are 15 years later. Oh, wow. <laughs> so how many years have you been married then? Uh, next week, we will have been married 11 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Your anniversary's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. But yeah. Yeah, that I was our it. crazy story of how we met. And Yeah. Yeah. Is he from around here? He is. He yeah. was born and raised here in Portland. Okay. We actually currently live just down the street from where the house he was born in. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're still close with your brother and his wife, your ex stepsister? Uh, I was for a long oh. time. We're not anymore. Okay. Um this again. The book. <laughs> the okay, book. Yeah. You don't yeah, the book. No, just it's read just, the book, it's people. Those, <laughs> right. No, it's just those um you grow up and people expect you to be one way and you're not and you get tired of the expectation because mm-hmm. like no you're you're putting me in a box and that's not who I am and really in the reverse I did the same thing to him I had my brother on a pedestal my whole life like I just adored him even though it was clear from the beginning that he was like go away pipsqueak <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just got to a point you know I chose someone for myself that my dad and my brother would not have chosen for me mm-hmm. because he's not like them and that's what I love about him Mm -hmm. but that's what they couldn't couldn't like Mm -hmm. and I got to that point where I'm like no this is healthy for me Mm -hmm. and this is my life Mm -hmm. and if you can't get on board with that I'm sorry I can't reconcile with that with you (laughs) bye-bye yeah it was it was really that strong of an opinion that it was that uh, uh, like affected you so much that I'm just I'm just wondering because I I'm you know it was um, for two different reasons. My my father isn't. He will tell you he's a recovering alcoholic. He is still very much in my eyes an alcoholic. Mm. Um, he had a car accident that precluded the bankruptcy, mm. and the car accident really changed him. Mm. Um, I vividly remember being on the activity bus heading from the junior high to the high school when the ambulance passed, mm. and I. I knew I said that's that's my dad and my friends were like what no and I got to the high school and the family friend pulled me aside she's like I'm sorry you can't go home there's been an accident I need you to come with me oh my god so it was like okay but that accident truly changed him he was never the same um he got really addicted to opioids that he was on for helping with his pain Mm -hmm. and his behavior became really erratic and volatile And as much as I tried to warn my husband about that behavior, it was so foreign to him that he couldn't grasp the concept. Your husband or your father? My husband couldn't grasp the behavior until he witnessed it. Oh, I see. He didn't understand what you were talking about until... Yeah. Like, he believed me. He just Mm -hmm. didn't understand it. And we went down to Sacramento to visit for Christmas. And my father had been drinking. And they're watching a basketball game together, and somehow they got on the topic of whether or not an old Laker player actually got a shot off before the buzzer or not. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, typical yeah, guy conversation. Right. And instead of just having playful banter, mm-hmm. my dad flew off the handle, like jumped up out of his recliner, spilling his wine everywhere, going, oh, you married a piece of work. Oh. And said some really choice things to my husband. And it was just like, I'm sitting there just in shock going, right, I'm used to this. Mm-hmm. I never wanted you to witness this. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, that was kind of the tipping point. It's like, I can't have that around you. Mm-hmm. I definitely cannot have that around my son. Once my son was born, it was like, no, I, I can't do it. It's, right. I love you. You're my dad. But no. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you can't force someone, I mean, to get help. They have to want to get help. They do. Yeah. And in his own way, he has wanted help. I mean, he did quit drinking. (laughs) Although his first version of quitting drinking was just quitting hard alcohol. Yeah. And he was still on beer. (laughs) And then we're not alcohol. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And then we shifted from beer to wine. He's like, oh, it's just wine. It'll be Mm -hmm. nice. I'm like, for you, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, it's one of those lines. And then with my brother, um, it it wasn't just the choice of my husband. It was the choice that he was, he chose his wife's family, which was very hard mm. for me because my stepmother was not nice to me and mm. she was really rude to my husband as well. And again, I got to that point where I'm like, I love you, but I can't have that toxicity yeah. around my yep. family. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. I've had that in my both sides of my parents' families where they've had to draw hard boundaries. Mm -hmm. And um, I wasn't old enough or didn't get to see how they processed all the emotions and things like that. But Mm -hmm. they they chose one another. They chose each other so that we, going into the next generation, which Mm -hmm. was our generation, could be like a more solid family that truly genuinely loved each other and protected each other and um I will forever take that into my future because Mm -hmm. when you make hard choices with people you love because I know they love their families to support you know your actual immediate family your children Mm -hmm. that that's like breaking some genetic family yes. type of sins or horrible things that we see in life. And, uh, and I think that for me, God brings other people to yeah. fulfill those spots. So yeah. like, um, I don't have a lot of relationship with my mother's sisters, but my mom met women in their lives who are my aunts, and I have always referred to them as my aunts. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool how I could see, you know, one uh, the family dysfunctional family dynamics happen, but how that can morph and change if you're willing to allow it. Yes, and it's it's really been a beautiful thing for us. Um, I have a girlfriend. She's been my friend since we were like 11 years old. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm aunt to her kids and she's aunt to my son. Mm -hmm. Um, My sister is working really hard with her family for the same reasons. Like we want our kids to have the things that we didn't, just that love and connection. So you you also have a biological sister then? I do. Okay. I do. She's she's the oldest and I just, I adore her. I'm so grateful to have her in my life. Yeah. honestly don't know what I do without her some days yeah <laughs> that's great yeah so she's local for you no, oh, she's no actually she's down in Sacramento oh crap okay but you talk to her on a regular basis I do yeah. we text almost daily oh that's good um, yeah yeah and now that her kids are both grown up I text with them too it's yeah just, oh that's neat. fun yeah. so do you think you'd ever go down to California or they would come here move um I don't see them ever moving up to Oregon mm-hmm. and I don't see us moving to California Uh, unless there was a really really great job (laughs) right yeah um but I think maybe down the road because I know my sister eventually wants out of there Mm. um maybe we'll 
find mm-hmm. ourselves in a closer proximity, which would be amazing. Yeah, that would be that would be yeah. so nice. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive in California though. It's so expensive. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna move there, you can't move to Sacramento. You gotta move to a coastal town is the thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. It's something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, okay. So you're, um, we talked a little bit about you're a new author, Mm -hmm. but you knew you wanted to be a writer since you were little. So, um, how long did it take you to write this book? Can I ask that? Yeah. So this one was actually a relatively fast write for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I got serious about it in the spring. Mm -hmm. Shelved it for a while. Uh Uh, brought it back out, kept bouncing ideas off of my friend who is a writer as well. And one day in October, I took a day off of work. So I was like, you know what? I just need a quiet day. I'm mm-hmm. overstimulated with noise and stuff. So I took a day off. My husband and son were not there. And I busted out the final draft. Wow. And I hired my cover designer and yeah. hired my formatter that same day. And within a week, I had the finished product. And I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Oh my God, you were crack a lacking. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so this is one, it's a collection, and this is one is, of yeah. four. There's going to be four. Is yeah, one? I'm thinking there's going to be four parts total. Yeah. There are definitely four sections in the book itself. Oh. Um, but I think it is going to be a four part series. Okay. Um, really, the four sections are kind of focusing on physical loss. So when my mom committed suicide, you know, all oh, the wow. feelings and everything that are. Wrapped up in that. How old were you? Do you mind me asking? I was eight. Mm. Um, oh. It was very, very traumatic. Um, yeah. We were we were actually on a houseboat meeting my eventual stepmother and her children for the oh. first time. Oh. And when we came home, it was my brother, sister, and I. We came home, and the three of us found her. So, sh- oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. It was. It was very traumatic. Oh, you kids are. Who found her? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, but it... Yeah. As traumatic as it is, as hard as it is to process, even all this time later, Mm -hmm. there were some very good things that came out of it. For me, writing was one. Mm -hmm. Because I did not want to talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. But because I was only eight, the school system was like, no, no, we we need to stay on top of this. You're clearly not the energetic over-talker you used to be. (laughs) Um, You've reverted to being a really quiet withdrawn kids so let's get you some help yeah and I did not want to talk so they put a notebook and pen in front of me and said you can write you can draw but I want you in here Mm -hmm. and just process how you process and good that became my world yeah oh (laughs) Oh, that's that's cool okay yeah yeah Yeah. wow and so and then and then your dad remarried he did remarry um he was like, already he was with already, this other He was woman. already with her. Oh, okay. Um, he That's was leaving right. my mother for her. Um, he remarried, and, you know, we tried really hard. We all did. Mm-hmm. But it just, it was really difficult blending our families. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was definitely a lot of animosity between my stepmother, myself. Um, as a very petulant child at the time, I, I remember very vividly going I'm not going to call you mom Mm -hmm. and that that really made her mad like Mm -hmm. she put soap in my mouth to wash it out because I basically said you're not my mom you'll never be my mom so fuck you (laughs) no kidding I mean so she she obviously didn't really take to heart 
what the trauma that you've no. been through and what no. happened to your mother. Like I, for me, it, my heart would have bled for you. Like yeah, I would have was, let you call me a tramp of instead of a mother, but like I would never make a person. Yeah. yeah. No, you know? I, I got my mouth washed out with soap. There was, there wow. was never any of that. There were no pictures of my mom out afterwards. Oh. I was not allowed to ask questions. There was no talking about her, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's huge trauma. Oh my yeah. god! So that that first part of the book is really mm-hmm. about me mm-hmm. processing all of that mm-hmm. and you know finding the balance and the semblance of who I was after that because it was even at eight years old it was very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the second section is really about the kind of emotional loss we have that people might still be here. Like my dad mm-hmm. or my brother or even just friendships that have crumbled over the years. Just how we process that and mm-hmm. come to terms with it. Yeah. And then the third section is all about the weight of expectation. Like mm-hmm. who people expect you to be and maybe you're just not. <laughs> and then the uh, the last part is really about drawing that line and saying, you know, enough. I'm not a victim. I survived all of this and I'm going to move forward and I'm going to heal so that I can live my life. <laughs> wow. Gives me goosebumps. I know. <laughs> That's a great breakup, like between all four sections. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we were to think about maybe areas in our life on how we dealt, like I obviously didn't have a parent who committed suicide, but I had a really good friend. Mm-hmm. And it's been 23, 24 years now. Mm-hmm. And you breaking up those ways. I literally in my mind I was like oh my gosh that happened when that happened Mm -hmm. when like that's a great and healthy uh breakdown perspective yeah and I mean with my end goal when I wrote it it was really supposed to be healing for me but I somebody asked me you know what what will be success for you how are you going to define success with this and I said you know I just I want to help other people I want them to see that they're not alone Mm -hmm. that traumatic things can happen and if you put in the time and the work, you can heal. It doesn't have to define you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you you can write your own story. So just out of curiosity, and, and you don't have to, is there a phrase or something in the book that's your favorite thing or the most um, that stands out to you that that really kind of defines... <laughs> You're laughing. Oh, she's laughing. got something. I, I know. There, I think you do have something there, in your mind that that. There's different ones for each yes. each section. Um, my absolute favorite is the one about family, where I'm at the end of it. I'm saying, change the goddamn channel. I am just so worn out. <laughs> oh, change the channel. Because it's, it's that it. shift. It's like I'm so tired of playing these losing games. It's not healthy for anyone. So let's just be done with it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And that, you know, that real definitive shift, like, no, I, I can just change the channel and be done with this. That is a really <laughs> good perspective. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, that down. I see, I always have my notebook. Yeah. <laughs> because that, that's really interesting because I, I think your mind um, kind of dictates or that those visions or those, um, it just, you know, can replay and replay yeah. and replay and yeah. really cause you know, a cyclical, yes, it's that whole, what if I did this? Or what if I said that? It doesn't matter. What Mm -hmm. if it's, it happened, Mm -hmm. you can't go back and change it. But what you can change is how you move forward. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Cause oftentimes <laughs> people repeat, repeat, yeah. repeat, and then it, they get stuck on the repeat. And so it, that's constantly you want to see them move out of yes. that cycle and that pattern and they just won't for whatever reason it is for them they can't get out of it they can't forgive it they can't move on and so they get stuck and bringing yes basically uh, whether it's karma or a lesson or whatever mm-hmm. If you can't get over it, then that's what your life becomes. Yeah. And then people don't necessarily want to be around you or you don't want to be around people. Yeah. It's so important to like and it's let a, go. It's a hard cycle when you're in it. It, it feels impossible to get out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. And that's the message I really wanted people to see. Like, no, you you can make those conscious choices mm-hmm. to feel better, even if it's just one day at a time where you're like, I'm going to focus on something else today mm-hmm. so that I can silence that chaos and get past that. And then the next day you do the same thing. And eventually you look back and you go, Hey, I have started healing. Mm-hmm. I have started moving forward. Yeah. This is good. I was talking. Oh, sorry. I was just say it takes repetition in the opposite direction instead yeah. of re- the repetition of always dwelling on what exactly. happened. Mm-hmm. Be grateful. Yeah. 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 Be grateful. Yeah, the- be mindful. Mm-hmm. You know, just really celebrate those small wins. Like, Hey, I got through today. That's right. Hey, I got out of my pajamas today. You know, because <laughs> you know? it takes like it's like creating a new habit. Yeah, I think they is it mm-hmm. twenty one days to create. Yeah. They say, yeah. and then it's yeah. X number of days to break a habit. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but it doesn't take yeah. as long to break a habit. No, <laughs> wait, it doesn't take. Oh, habit. it takes no, it takes longer, longer to, break to break it. Break it. Right? Yeah, I can't longer remember. to break it than to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Anyways, carry yeah. on. Yeah, no, um, I was gonna say last night, um, Mr. Blue and I went out with. Um, Sharon for dinner and we were having this interesting conversation Mm -hmm. and the one thing that he was bringing up is that you have to challenge your thoughts Mm -hmm. right you challenge what what you're thinking and why you're thinking it Mm -hmm. and what's motivating you to think this way and you know and he had this like I'm telling he it was very interesting the way he was going about and talking about all these different um, questions that you ask yourself to challenge those really, really specific card yeah. mm-hmm. narratives that you put in your head. Mm-hmm. Why am I thinking this way? How can I turn it around? What uh, What's next? And 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 it's it takes a lot of work, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of um, bravery. Like mm-hmm. it's you have mm-hmm. to be brave to face it because a lot of people don't, and that's where addiction mm-hmm. happens, yeah. right? Yeah. That's where, you know, um, a lot of abuse happens mm-hmm. from that. It's that not yeah. able to really challenge your, your psyche because you're, yeah. you're, you think and then you feel and that's how you react and that's, you know. Well, and our feelings are so overpowering sometimes that we often are just led by them instead mm-hmm. of stopping and stepping back and going, okay, yes, I feel that, but let me react to it in a different way. Yeah. And that's so hard. It's yeah, a and sometimes, challenge. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes you just have to... Um, he was saying things like, um, sometimes you have to be, you you need the humility Mm -hmm. to step back and say, well, if I say that I can't take my words back Mm -hmm. and what good does it really do? Am I really going to gain anything from this? Is is there a positive outcome that's going to come from this? No. Mm -hmm. So I need to be, you know, humble Mm -hmm. and be calm and nice about it or change my it was just uh, like it was just uh, like you should have seen Sharon Sharon's like afterwards like 
he's a great man you know he's really a great man I like I know I know he's like it has like this uh, he's his thought process and the way he talks about he's so aware Sorry. he's so aware of his um you know his state his yeah. mind he even tells me I had you know I have to I have these thoughts and sometimes mm-hmm. I just have to talk through them and blah, blah, blah. and he just it's just amazing that he does that because I've it's it's a I constant think struggle women do this Yes. A little bit more naturally, naturally yeah. than men do. Men usually, uh, you know, women, as much as we're deemed entitled for feeling out our feelings or acting out our feelings, I mean, we all know that men do the yeah, same yeah. thing <laughs> and can be more aggressive mm-hmm. in their, you know, putting their ego out there and mm-hmm. such. And so um, I think. It's so cool when a man can do that. I also think that men or women but can do these things when they have lived challenging lives mm-hmm. and um, are humbling themselves. I think the humbling piece is huge because when your yes. ego is intact, no. nothing no, nothing gets in, nothing comes out, mm-hmm. Nobody can get in. You're you can't hear anybody. But when you like let your ego go, then like it literally could change your next day. It could change yeah. your whole life. And it's it's on the flip side of that too. Not just for an over sense of self, but also the under sense of self. Because that ego will drive the oh you're not yeah. good enough. Yeah, oh, oh that's gosh, yeah. you're to this, yeah. you're to yes. that, mm-hmm. and I still struggle with that daily. Sure. I. <laughs> I've really struggled with writing on this because there are some topics, especially under the weight of expectation. It's it's kind of a double entendre. I mean, obviously, I'm a bigger person. I always have been since I was little. It's a lot of genetics, a lot of a lot of things. But I've always been really active, done all the things I was supposed to do. Like I'm a healthy person, mm-hmm. just a little bigger. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't look like everyone else and that has always held me back from doing so many things where the people that love me are like dude shut that voice up you're fine yeah. you're killing it just go yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it, it really does go both ways no. but yeah you're right it's it's about being humble and finding that grace and just finding that space that's the balance between where things are good <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's it is work it, yeah it's definitely yeah, it's not something yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. No, yeah. it's and it's a it's either a community thing, and a community mm-hmm. can re- really mean your family, mm-hmm. or it can be an extension of your family. Yeah. But when you're like, if you think about all the real hard things you've experienced, who was who sat beside you? Mm-hmm. Like, who walked that with you? It really does take a community because if mm-hmm. you're led, if you're trying to make all these changes and you're only accountable to yourself I mean I think of myself just in the last like couple years all the things I want to change if I don't actually say those things Mm -hmm. which I do but if I don't you know I can just let it go because every single day I could wake up and let it go Mm -hmm. so when you like have your people whoever they are and let them know then they will love, I mean, they already love you. I mean, they've already seen you maybe more towards your worst and at your best. They for sure want the best for you. So keeping that community bond and picking those people to help you through that is huge. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not just an immediate too. It's also Mm -hmm. the people you've known throughout your life. Mm 
mm-hmm. I don't give enough verbal credit to all the women and men who were there for me as a kid mm-hmm. who really stepped in when you know either my mom wasn't there or my dad wasn't there and even if I didn't want to let them close they were still sure. there yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah just that like their presence yeah um, just knowing mm-hmm. Without acknowledging somebody's yeah. there if I fall, they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna help me. <laughs> That's yeah. a comfort. That's mm-hmm. yeah. a good comfort. Yeah. Comforting feeling to have. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you can kind of take a breath. Yeah. 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 Hey, I was gonna ask you, I was just sitting here thinking, um, we're talking about you as an author and writing mm-hmm. a book. Do you is this what you do on the side and you have um, a day job, if you will? I do have a day job. Yeah, I actually work in accounting. Oh, you're <laughs> accounting? That has nothing to do with your degree. I know. What? I know. <laughs> it, it, it's funny. Okay. It actually goes back to what we were talking okay. about with the, you know, not having that support to find a career. Mm-hmm. It's something I really fell into. I oh. was at a, I was hired to be an administrative assistant and the owner of the company was like, you're not challenged enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me throw you into this. So I got the accounting aspect there. And then during the recession in 2008-ish, mm-hmm. they downsized. And I had to move and moved into another accounting position, which mm-hmm. just moved into another. And it's like, okay, I know that's like the back of my hand. Right. I hate it. So it was easy <laughs> to get a new job because that was your yeah, forte, it's, your it's background. It's something that's in yeah. demand. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. I do it easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely the end game is always, always going to be to get to a point where I can quit that day job. Okay, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> and just yeah. write, yeah. Okay, yeah. so your goal is to just write eventually yeah, yes. and not do accounting. Mm-hmm. What about being a psychologist or something? <laughs> You've you know, got all this psychology background. I do. Yeah. I, um, I feel like I'm in a space where I'm too emotional. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody else has a sad story, I will start sympathetically yeah. crying. Right. Sure. Exactly. I'm like that's probably not going to be the best okay, therapist. Yeah. I'm just thinking how crying you with them. Yeah. Well, she's writing well, the book. The book. Well, you right? can use that's... the background for writing. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I will definitely use it for writing. I may end up down the road doing some more psychology type work with some research on that yeah. end because oh, I yeah. I do really enjoy the topic. It's something that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is helping people in another way mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking with a gal last night who it was absolutely beautiful what she had to say. She was just like, I felt like you were talking to me or about me or putting things into words that I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. And she started getting teary eyed and I had to literally just grab her hand because I was about to start crying too. (laughs) Or even um, an old acquaintance of mine, she sent me an email and she was like, this is really raw and beautiful and heartfelt and thank you so much for sharing it with us which was lovely I was so thrilled to get that email from her but then I wasn't in the right space because I was really busy at work when I saw it come through Mm -hmm. and the word that stuck in my head was raw Mm -hmm. and I started texting my husband I'm like oh my god did I sound juvenile (laughs) was I too emotional did I put too much out there and he's like shut up you're overthinking (laughs) it yeah but yeah it's it's always the end game is being a writer full time and really finding that way to help people. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I love raw things. Yeah. I me. do too. You can I mean, connect. It's easier can, for people yeah. to connect. Yeah. Yeah. I see that vulnerability. It right. just, it's, it's yes. like, you know, 
the hard shell or what's the the, the wrapping yes. is gone yeah. and yes. it's just right. like unveiling what's inside and that's that's the hard part is being vulnerable yeah. like yeah. that it's like I know that I need to be vulnerable so that people can see they're not alone mm-hmm. but it's still a challenge for me oh, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> not easy there's judgment yeah I can read books and sometimes be like I'm not, no longer interested because I get, can't get through the shell. Yeah. I kind of want to feel more of the realness from the beginning. I want to connect yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was that was my big goal. I, the very first poem in there is one I think that almost everyone universally can relate to, but especially people who have struggled with anxiety or depression, mm-hmm. because you get to a point where you feel better and you're like, oh, I'm good. And then out of the blue, loneliness or sorrow will hit you. And you're like, God, I thought I was past that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. It is a struggle. It really is. I the mean, struggle is real, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So after these initial yes. four books-ish, mm-hmm. are you wanting to... Re- uh, write the same kind of material or uh, mm. do you have uh, other material you're thinking about writing about mm. yeah um I think poetry will always be a part of my my collection my mm-hmm. things that I do just because it's it's my catharsis that's mm-hmm. just how I process emotions but I actually had a full manuscript that I wrote 10 years ago Wow. I started the submission process and I had an editor come back and be like, yeah, I'm interested in seeing this. And I let self-doubt take over uh-huh. and I never responded. <gasps> so eventually I'm going to dust off that manuscript yes. and revamp it. Yes. And I have several others that I've started that, you know, either there'll be a short story or they'll turn into something longer because it just, it makes me happy at the yeah. end of the day. This um, is exciting. It's so cool. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. this bit, this first book kind of gives you that push. Mm-hmm. That confidence. And yeah. confidence. Because yeah, right. mm-hmm. we always downplay like what we have to offer. Yes. And hopefully yes. this book and all the readers will remind you and help encourage you to keep moving on. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of that already and it's been it's been an amazing couple of weeks just hearing from all these people, you know, saying beautiful things, uh, supportive things. Um, and really that learning process for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, this book, I really just, I was like, I got to do this right now while the iron's hot and I can't back out. Yeah. But now that I've done it once, I'm like, okay, I started my own LLC. So the next book will be published under my own publishing house. <gasps> Sixes River Publishing and nod to my childhood (laughs) Um, and go from there. So, yeah. So where can people find your book? I was going to say the exact same thing. Very good thought. (laughs) Yes. Um, Right now it's currently available on Amazon and in the new year it will go to wider distribution and they should be able to find it at libraries and bookstores as well. (gasps) And once again, the title is The Ghosts That Haunt Me Mm -hmm. by Kristen Gartner. That's a Gart. Ner. Yes. <laughs> not guard, not gardner. Right. <laughs> yes. And the little tagline or quote at the bottom says, embrace the echoes, heal the heart, a journey to self-love. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can't wait to read it. I'm yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need this. Okay. 
And it looks like an easy read. Yes, that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, yeah it it's, it's easy not read. daunting or overwhelming. I think it's yeah, it's small pieces that people can digest. When yes, they yes. I that was like smart. That. Yeah. I like that. This mm-hmm. is like something I can digest mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. Um, we should, it'll be like book group. I, we all have to take it away and read it and then we have to come back and discuss. I love it's on like real white paper rather than, yeah, what? it's easier to oh, read for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, I have to, I, I need oh. easy reading. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's good for me. Wait, white paper versus what? Yellow? Well, sometimes they're a little. They do it cream. Cream is oh, kind of more. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Hipster type like authors will do it on something. black paper with white ink, which oh. is hard for me. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, yeah. and I like white space. I yeah. actually, now that yeah. you say that, mm. I think I read off of white paper better than I do the cream paper. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about that. So that was something you actually had to think about when you were... I did. There's I, all those things people wouldn't realize you have that goes into... Oh my gosh, you have to choose. Do you want yeah. glossy? Do you yeah. want matte? Do you want this or that? She's yeah. like, okay. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like and a half. And, yeah. and what's up with the, the new paper oh. that has like all those bumps in it? And it, have you seen those? It looks like it's rough. Yeah, yeah like, I've seen that. I don't... Yeah. I had sent my book back. I thought it was a miss... I thought I got a, like a, oh. a, a, a bummed coffee. Mm-hmm. And oh, then yeah. a copy. So I got a new one. It was Lean In. You know the one from the Facebook, um, yeah. leaning in, leaning yeah. in. What was it? What's her name? Anyways, she's um, the Facebook uh, was a CEO or something. Anyway, so I um, so I sent it back. I got a new one, and it's the same thing. Oh. Like, oh, I guess paper, they do this now with books. It's like yeah, they do all sorts of things. I know they're just. It was just weird to me, and yeah, um, yeah I don't think I ever read it. <laughs> 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 I went to a conference and I saw. Um, the woman that was the researcher for her mm-hmm. and she talked about the book and I was so interesting and actually, you know, talked to the mm-hmm. person who was influenced and worked on the book with her. Um, so I went to, then I went to go buy it and then, yeah, that's how that happened. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> yep. <laughs> I think it would be super fun to have you back on like later on in 2024. I should have said this with Julie too. Once the book has been out there, once yeah. we've had a chance to read it, and since both of you are moving on to do additional things, it'd be really cool to mm-hmm. come back around and meet with you again. I would love that. Yeah, That'd be we great. We would love to have you back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my God, that was awesome. I'm so excited. Oh, yes. It's probably going to be yeah. the first book I actually read cover to cover. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. I know. That's, That's a dyslexic great. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's much for coming and joining us yeah thank you very much for having me thank you well you know I was looking at my wine the whole time we've been talking and I didn't (laughs) want to interrupt but we forgot to do our wine Wednesday cheer cheers Cheers. drink (laughs) (laughs) all right goodbye everyone we'll see you next week toodles thank you bye bye thank you bye all right well that's a wrap Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Wednesday. Please join us. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. Also, we would love to hear from you and hear some of your juicy stories. You can email us your stories at rxo.com 
gmail.com. Until next week. Bye. Bye.